Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. My name is Frank, and with me this week is Tyler. Tyler, we're in for a show today. I'm drinking straight vodka. I don't know what you're drinking. St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. Um, I, I'm just getting started a little bit early. Uh, we're going to have a good show today, I think. I hope. There's not much news, to be honest, but uh, we'll have stuff to talk about. How are you doing? I'm all right. I got me... In a beer called Alien Church from uh, Tired Hands Brewing Company. Oh, so the aliens have church now, too. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome to know. Yeah. They're um, out of Ardmore, Pennsylvania, and they're very good. Um, this beer is very good. They call it a Reptoid IPA. Reptoid. I mean, <laughs> it tastes like an IPA, but it's a, it's a good IPA. I don't okay. know what a reptoid is supposed to taste like, so they put in That's the balls of a lizard. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm drinking its skin. Yes, got to get that extra testosterone. Get your T levels up. Eat those reptile exactly. balls. Exactly. Uh, yes. Yes. All right. Speaking of T levels, Tyler. I am fucking pumped. I am ready to talk about video games I've been playing because I've I've had a genuinely fantastic time with the games I've played. Um, Sweet. I'm not sure what you've been up to, but man, whoo! Yeah i I have one th- game to talk about. Unfortunately, uh, have not had any time since last Friday to play. But what I had to talk about, I put a lot of time into. And so, what is that? It is. Destiny 2 Lightfall. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so I I just kind of took off work last Friday and said, fuck it, and played Destiny 2 Lightfall literally all day until, like, I don't know, one at night. <laughs> this is one of those days. Uh, but it was, it was really, really fun. Um, I... Now, granted, there's a lot of stuff I sh- did not... That I have not done yet in this expansion still. So I haven't, obviously, haven't done a raid. Probably won't. There's some post-story stuff that I haven't done yet either. Um, so mostly what I've done is some seasonal content plus the story campaign. Um, and I don't know how I feel about this expansion. Um, it is kind of meh. I, I don't. I don't know. Like... It's a major step back in the storytelling department, and I think that's what hurts the most. Like, the Witch Queen's story was so good. Um, and it seemed like everything leading up to this expansion in, in the seasonal content was going to be good as well, or was leaning into something very cool. Um, the Witness as a villain seems awesome. Um but man, I just, there is a lot of things that happen in this campaign that are kind of like meh, and a lot that is left very, very, very unexplained. Um, you probably heard a lot of jokes about what the veil is. I have no idea. I wish I could tell you. They bring it up constantly, constantly in this campaign. I have no fucking idea really what it is. Um, 
there's a lot of just things that are just there that they do not get into that they probably will during the seasonal content that you kind of have to pay for. And I don't know. I just think that's a bummer. Because the Witch Queen was just fantastic in its storytelling. It told a very complete, very interesting story um, from start to finish. Um, probably Bungie's best yet with Destiny. And uh, this game just leaves a lot to be desired. I think even the final like boss fight was kind of lame. Um, uh, yeah, just some of the final areas, like even in the final mission leading into the final boss fight, I was it just it felt so Destiny One in a weird way. Like I'm just standing here with these like random NPCs feeling seemingly random to me um and like these random ass turrets and it's just wave after wave after wave of enemies coming at you in front of this door and then Kalos shows up in the sky and you're like what the fuck is going on and, and it, it like i literally said to myself I'm like this is kind of boring because it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on um so yeah from that aspect it's a bummer I think. I think it's a major step back um, in the storytelling department. Um, the new war area, though, on Neptune, Neomuna, um, is really cool and very vibrant, very, very colorful, very different for Destiny. And I really, really like that a lot. Kind of at first, until you get used to it, a complete pain in the ass to get around because of they build it much more vertical uh, because of the new subclass, the Strand, uh, which is a darkness subclass. I'll get to that in a second. So at first, it's a total pain in the ass. Like, it just does not feel like some... It's not really an area where you're going to hop on your fucking sparrow and just zoom around everywhere. Like, it's just not really built for that. Um, but there's some cool public events that happen. There's a lot of... There's a couple other areas that now that I finished the campaign, I need to, to get into. Um... But, yeah, it's a cool world. And uh, the, the other thing is Strand, the, the new subclass. This is so bizarre to me how they did this. You literally only get to use this subclass at very specific points in the campaign. And then they constantly take it away from you. And it isn't until you finish the entire campaign that you get it at all. Um, and there's a lot of like the aspects and stuff that you need to like kind of upgrade your subclass isn't really you have to do a lot afterwards to get that stuff so that's a little grindy but the subclass is fun to play i mean it is at least on the warlock end incredibly powerful insanely powerful um you're just flying around grappling hooks into melees that just feels really good fucking shooting lightning bolts out your dick into people's faces and it feels fucking good I like it. They're probably not lighting bolts, but it feels like it's it's uh it's cool. It's just kind of frustrating like throughout the campaign. You just want to use it and you want to you want to play around with your new toy and you just you can't. Um So yeah, it's it's good, but it's not it's definitely I think a little bit more on the disappointing side to me. Mm. Okay. Well, uh I'm not I'm not sure. I think maybe, perhaps, and it's sad, 
I think I've sworn off Destiny. For really, I I think I'm not going back. I think Ooh. I don't have time to go back. I can I can understand that for sure. Uh, it's I think you would really really like the Witch Queen though. Like it is it's so good, but uh, I can understand. Could I theoretically from? even play it, or is it in a state now where I can't play? Like. No, you can play it okay. uh, for sure. They they do I, boost remember, you up. Remember, I pre-ordered it and just never played it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you can definitely still go back and play it. And they boost you up with power and everything, so it would honestly probably be a breeze. Um, okay. But it's still it's still a fun thing to play through. Um, they did make a lot of nice quality of life improvements in terms of just menus, um, accessing like your triumphs, your quests things like that that are nice um i do like that um and the seasonal stuff i gotta get more into that but did a little bit of it and it is neat uh there's this new they're called heist battlegrounds um and it was pretty fun i haven't done one at a higher power level yet which is what i gotta do next so i'm sure that'll be intense but uh yeah you're just kind of it's destiny. You're shooting shit mm. and, uh, shooting shit with other people. And it feels good. Um, and the last thing I did though, just cause I was kind of just dicking around is, do you remember in the shadow keep expansion on the moon, the altars of sorrow area? Yes. I don't know if you remember that. Um, dude, there's people running that like all the time. And I actually, because we're all overpowered now, we got to the end and went through it all. That's, that's really fun at the end. Um, wasn't hard at all, but um, yeah, you just fight like this big boss at the end that's broken up by a lot of mini bosses, and you still have to like defend the altar and not let them in, so you can because uh, you know you're timed and everything. But man, you get a group there. We were wrecking shop. That was fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's fine, but I wasn't. I'm not blown away by this expansion for sure. Okay, all right. Um, Tyler, I, I finally did the thing that I've been meaning to do for a long time. I beat God of War Ragnarok. Oh. And by beat, I mean right. I saw credits. I didn't do any of the post-credits stuff, because I know there's still plenty of stuff to do post-credits. Right. Um, but man, that that game wrapped up really fucking cool. Like, really, f- not ex- I did not expect that ending. Um, yeah. All signs were pointing towards, uh towards something else happening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh it was fantastic. I I liked it a lot. Um I yeah. I I just I don't think I don't think the la- like the boss fights at the end like necessarily lived up to the hype of God of War. Mm. Um I, I just didn't find the find those fights to be very interesting. They they quite honestly they were too easy for me. Maybe maybe I should have bumped the difficulty up, but yeah, the the last last couple of fights were kind of easy. Right. Yeah, I could see, I could see what you're kind of talking about there. I didn't think they were that hard either. That's why like I felt like the game was pretty balanced in that way, but yeah, it definitely wasn't hard. Um but the one against Thor, I really liked in terms of, I don't know, just storytelling and everything. That was really good. Yeah. Um, 
What do you think of the the uh, the forge and everything too? Um, when you go see Ragnarok, things like that, like that was uh, awesome. Yeah, that was. Um, it was, man. I was not expecting, I I, so from, I mean I didn't I haven't really studied, uh Nordic, uh, myth and all all that stuff, uh but I was expecting, something very different, um, it yeah I, sh- mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, I don't know I I was a little bit uh. A little bit underwhelmed with like what you eventually did. Like it, it felt like they were rushing the storytelling a little bit to get to where you needed to go. Mm. Like it, like it was already a long game. Like I'm, I don't blame them. It, it was. It's a fucking long game. <laughs> but that part of the story felt like they were really just like, oh wait, we we, we can't add another ten hours here. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, does throw a lot at you at the end for sure. I really loved, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to get into spoilers here. I, I loved at the very end when Kratos is talking to Atreus and, you know, Atreus is like, I got to go off on my own sort of thing and figure this stuff out. And I loved that moment, but I also really loved when Kratos afterwards opened that, um, whatever the fuck they are. Uh, the things open that that have all those illustrations on them. Um, I I don't know the music and everything. I I just that moment hit me so hard. It's so good of just Kratos being worshipped as like a a friendlier god, I guess. Yeah. Based off of everything he's done in his past, all the bad shit, I just, I don't know, I just, I really, really liked that little bit at the end. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's really interesting because I don't, I don't know, like, what they plan to do after this, but they have so many different directions, like, they could honestly split this game off into two separate things, like, there's a there's this Atreus side now, and now you you have the Kratos side of the story as well. Like I I, I don't know what they do. Like if the, if they combine that to make that the same game again. Like there's plenty of times you're playing as Atreus in this game, but I, I feel like they need to flesh that bit out more if you, they want to build a game around Atreus. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. It. It is. So. I guess. I don't know. I I am not too terribly familiar with the original God of War games. Um, but I imagine if you are a person who has played those and understand the uh, disgusting person that Kratos was in those games, uh, <laughs> this ending is probably like pretty fucking dramatic for y'all. Yeah, I think that's part of the reason. Yeah, I mean... I've played all those games and I I like them a lot and yeah this just kind of hit really really well um, that that ending there yeah yeah redemption is one hell of a story to tell and like it's been told so many times but I think they really nailed it here yeah I agree 
100%. In, in the story of, you know, like, ah, choose your own fate sort of thing, you know, that's been done so many times too. But this just, yeah, they did they did it in their own way and it really, really paid off, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you finished it. I'm glad you saw the end of it. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm going to go back and do all of the stuff post-game. I'm not sure if you did either. Did Did you go? I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I literally did everything in Platinum the game. Um, there... I would recommend a couple of things. I would recommend you might have gotten a quest for a to go to a funeral. Yes, I would I'm recommend doing do that. that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just a really good story thing there. Um, and if you haven't done any of the um, the trials, uh, I would recommend that as well. The trials on um, was it Musselheim? Yeah. Um, those are really fun, um, and there is a Valkyrie boss fight there that I literally had to drop the difficulty down to the easiest difficulty, and it was still a fucking pain in the ass to me. Um, <laughs> so I'd, I'd be curious if you did that, if you have trouble with it. You're a Souls expert and all this stuff. You're a good gamer, so okay, you probably call, won't struggle. Don't call me an expert, <laughs> all right? I'm not, a, I'm not a Souls expert. I've survived some Souls games. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably just breeze it off and be like, yeah, that wasn't that hard. You're just bad at games, which, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But I would recommend those two things. They're, those were fun, I think. All right, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'll have some time this weekend. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still not working. Um, uh, um, yeah, uh, other things I've been up to include coming back to Final Fantasy XIV because there's a new uh, tribe quest line. Um, this time we're helping the Loperits, which, uh, if, to recap, they are the tiny little bunny people on the moon who were building a spacecraft to carry all of the people away from uh, the planet if it were to be destroyed. And since that didn't happen, they're all kind of like searching for purpose and what what they're supposed to do because they were they were literally put there to do that to save everybody but they're no that project is no longer necessary so this quest line is kind of about like giving them something to do something to work towards um and that's fun um elsewhere i've been i've been playing some yakuza 4 yakuza these, these games are typically what i play on my steam deck at at work when there's downtime, but since I haven't been at work, I've still been itching for for it. So I've played Yakuza Four. I am almost halfway through Yakuza Four. Um, nice. And it's pretty fucking awesome. You start the game off as uh, this money lender called Akiyama. Um, he he runs really weird business where he where he uh, doesn't charge interest on his loans, but he makes people take a test. Uh, and the test is dis- different for every person. Um, and if they pass the test, they get the loan. Uh, it's yeah, it's um, it's interesting. There's a mysterious client who comes in, uh, requesting a lot of fucking money. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, I, I played through that part, uh, and then I moved on to the next part where uh, you play as. You might be familiar having played uh, Yakuza Zero. Does the does the name Taiga Sajima ring a bell to you? Oh, 
I feel like it should. It's very early. Very early on in Yakuza 0. Yeah, I feel like it should. Um, yeah, who... I'm going to have to look this up. He is uh, Majima's sworn brother. The one who went and did the hit while Majima was captured. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Now that I see the face, I know know you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, the second part, which I'm almost at the end of, um, you're you're playing as him. Uh, 25 years in in jail. He was on death row, and he got transferred to a private uh, prison. You do a prison break. You uh, get in a fight with Kiryu, actually. Ooh. Uh, and then Kiryu, being the good guy he is, gives you gives you a, some some clothes and some money so you can get back to Kamarocho and find answers as to why uh, like why the um, the family he was under at the time, like how they dis- disappeared and uh, why Majima left you out to dry. Uh, wow. Because as far as he That's knows, like. Majima just didn't show up. Um, there's a pretty cool cutscene in there where it goes through him doing the hit and just fucking murdering all those fucking guys. It was really fucking cool. Wow. <laughs> really cool guy shit. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, this game... Uh, I believe you play as four characters. There are four different acts and then a finale, so I'm towards the end of the second act. Um, and yeah, I'm... It's it's really fucking cool. I'm not going to spoil it because maybe eventually you'll play it, but man, it's really fucking cool. Yeah, no, I probably will play it, but it, it yeah, that that sounds very interesting though, and I like that. I guess that's one thing you know we kind of talked about this when I finished Yakuza Zero, like how good of a prequel that seems to be that it touches on stuff that is. You know, it's four games later. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's awesome, and that's very, very intriguing to me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's. It sounds very good. Yeah, uh, I, I may like maybe I'll even have that finished by the next time we do this show. Like that's how much I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Lastly. I've been playing a lot of that Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. Oh shit! I've been, I've, I'm back in my souls, like although more like Neo like slash Sekiro like um, pervert era of of gaming. I'm 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 in that zone, um, and uh, Wo Long definitely feels more like Sekiro than uh, than the traditional Souls games. There's a lot of parrying. Uh, the parry windows are not are not terribly difficult. Um, you do need to find the rhythm, but like once you once you find the rhythm, once you can read what the enemies are doing, it's not that hard. Um, but until then, this game kicks your ass until you figure it out. <laughs> um, really cool taking place in the Three Kingdoms era. Uh, the current mission that I'm on, I'm working for Chow Chow. Um, and I'm, yeah, fucking some shit up. Fucking up the yellow <laughs> turbans, man. Yeah. Um, Very nice. The, yeah. um, I, I've, I've heard everyone say, like, this game is pretty tough, but the first boss in particular is very tough. Did you find it like that? Um, 
It is because it's the first time the game actually forces you to do the parry mechanic. Because if you don't, you're just not getting you're just not getting past that boss if you're not parrying. Gotcha. Um, but once you like get a hang of it, once you can read the attacks again, it's like once you know you're, what you're doing, it. I don't think it's particularly difficult. Um, has some really cool systems. You equip like spirit beasts. Um, you can equip different magics. Your magics are based like there's a so there's a five stat system. Um, and like each of the stats works towards a different tree of magic as well as the uh, stat boosts it gives you. Um, yeah, it's uh, some some pretty interesting systems. Like you you have your magic, you have your your beast, but you also have like your martial arts, which change with each weapon. Um, right now, I'm using dual swords, which is a really fast like get up in that ass uh, kind of gameplay. <laughs> um, but before that, I was working with a pole arm, a long-ass fucking spear. Um, and then, like, there's, there's fucking hammers. There's, uh, there's like, single swords. There's, uh... Oh, man, what else? What else have I been playing around with? Um, there's dual hatchets. Uh, a lot of the dual weapons kind of play similar. Um, yeah, I... It's, it's got a wide variety of weapons. I... I've even I've played with the hammer. The hammer is very fun. I'm just terrible at it, and it's also not the style of gameplay that I that I need to play. In the, I need to be quick in these kinds of games. Um, so that's why right. I'm why I'm leaning towards the dual swords at the moment. Um, it's a loot game, very much a loot game like the Neo games. I got a lot of fucking trash I need to sell. <laughs> uh, that's that's the one uh, downside I'll say to this is that there's a lot of fucking junk you need to sort through. Hmm. Yeah. Are you finding this game to be not as difficult you think because you played and finished Sekiro? And yeah. that game very much focuses on parrying and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, definitely. This game is fucking child's play compared to Sekiro. It... Oh, wow. <laughs> that says something. <laughs> About Sekiro, for sure. Yeah, you know? well, Sekiro was just a fucking, like... I don't know how I did. Like, thinking back on it, I don't know how I fucking did that. <laughs> that yeah, shit was right. fucking, like... I don't, I don't do drugs, okay? Uh, but I probably was uh, highly caffeinated when I played that game. <laughs> um, don't need to do that for well long. I'm kind of just relaxing on the couch. Um, rewards... The gamer, like... Like, it's structured like the Neo games where you're playing through levels... Um, and it rewards you. Um, there's this mechanic called morale. Um, so it rewards you for exploring because you find like these different places to raise flags to claim the areas. Um, and that raises like your fortitude, which is like your baseline minimum morale rating. And morale is what generally determines uh, how much damage you're going to receive and, and give. Um, and yeah, it like your the enemies don't have like levels above them. They have the morale ratings above them, and like basically the comparison between their morale and your morale is going to determine like how difficult that fight's going to be. Um. And yeah, it's. I I I think 
I think I like this structure. I like the level structure. Uh, the levels aren't too terribly long, so I can like sit down on on a couch for like an hour or so and be like, "Oh wait, I ma- I made plenty of progress here." Like I either completed a level or like I'm at the uh, I'm at the boss for f- for the end of the level. So, <sighs> yeah, uh, it's also on Game Pass, so uh, zero risk taken there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it seems like a good get. Uh, get good get for Microsoft. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but that pretty much does it for the games I've been playing. Uh, I want to get back to um, Phantom Brigade, but also the Steam Spring Sale is going on right now. There's a few games on my wish list that are for sale. I got my eye on some stuff, but also I'm not working right now, so I probably shouldn't spend money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Says the guy who's going on the bar crawl tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Gotta live a little, baby. Hell yeah. All right. With that out of the way, let's get into the news. Um the wonderful news in the world such as uh GSC Gameworks being hacked by Russians, angry Russians who uh don't like the fact that GSC, uh, a Ukrainian-based developer, isn't going to localize the game for Russia. Isn't going to sell the game in Russia, I believe, as well, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, which, obviously, like, if Russian gamers will find a way around that. They'll, you know, VPNs and all that stuff. It'll be a hassle, but people who want to play this game will play this game, um, that's besides the point. They have been hacked. There have been some leaks about Stalker 2. Um, and GSC is just asking you to uh, just ignore those leaks and let them tell the story of the game uh, as as it comes out. So, yeah. Real bummer. Um, why are you hacking a fucking video game company <laughs> and blackmailing them? Like, go go hack a bank or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it just seems like there's a... Uh, yeah, if you really, really need to do that, yeah, let's go somewhere else, but let's just not do any of that in the first place, actually. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think this this is a bummer. Um, yeah, they've just been dealing with a lot, as uh, everyone in Ukraine has been, and to, you know, it's... it. In the, first of all, it's amazing that they're still even working on this game. And are committed to putting it out um, in some time in the future. Um, and, like, that's just amazing to me, considering everything that's going on. And, um, yeah, for them to be constantly under attack here is, uh, yeah, that, that's just shitty. Yeah, uh... They they have moved their op- operations out of the Ukraine. I believe they're working out of the uh, out of uh, the the Czech Republic right now. Um, mm-hmm. So they they aren't in the war zone at least, which is good. I'm I'm glad they got out. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's fucking wild. Um, I imagine yeah. that game might <laughs> Stalker has always uh, had a stance on Russia, let's say, like they they've they've had 
some stuff about Russia. I imagine the um, the portrayal of Russia <laughs> in Stalker Two might not be uh, all that nice. <laughs> Probably not, and I, and I yeah. would not blame them. Yeah, right. Probably not. Um, I just yeah, I just don't understand. They need to do this at first place, but also video game comp- doing this to video game companies, it just doesn't make sense at all. Like, like what are you trying like everything, to accomplish? <laughs> exactly. Like, everything that happened with The Last of Us Part Two was just ridiculous. And, damn, what game was it or company recently that got hacked and they were like, we have your source code? Oh, gosh. How do what I was it? Was it... Um, CD Projekt or Rocks, Rockstar? That's it. Rockstar. Uh, with the GTA 6 stuff. Mm. Um, like, all that stuff. It's like, what are you trying to to prove? What's the point of any of this? It's a fucking video game. Like, come on. This is a, just stuff that just really grinds my gears about video games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah there's as much as I just enjoy turning my brain off and playing video games just like looking at stuff that happens at video game studios is kind of wild sometimes when you think about like what the end product is supposed to be is oh this this video game where uh, you're just supposed to fucking enjoy playing a video game it's an entertainment product it is nothing fucking revolutionary Right. Yeah. 100% agree. Um, other wild stuff. Uh, it seems we've got a somewhat of a conclusion to the studio <coughs> drama over at Zaum. Um, the lawsuits uh, that um, Robert Kurvitz and Sandra Tall it, um, had against the studio have been dropped. Um, it's... It, yeah, they're... It sounds like uh, they got in a room and decided that they each have so much dirt on each other that maybe they should just fucking drop it and uh, <laughs> and just go their separate ways. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, but I guess are they all coming out now, Kurvitz and? Tall have responded to the Zaum legal dispute and have described the matter as deeply misleading. Mm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. This thing is so complicated, but it, it, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because it seems like it seemed like when this first broke. Still, very complicated story, but it did seem like both sides kind of had some dirt, and. Yeah, so this, it wouldn't surprise me if this is dropped, but it seems like they're disputing it now. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just a huge bummer. Um, I'd love a Disco Elysium too, but like after all this, I'm not sure that that's ever going to happen. Right. Right. Okay, I see. The, I guess it's been dropped... There were reports that it was because of a lack of evidence, which would make sense, but they say that it's, you know, not that, and they're going to try other legal options. So, I, I still, yeah, not really resolved, but yeah, I'm with you. I uh, highly doubt 
the sequel of that game is coming anytime soon. I, I would just be curious what they're working on in general, if they're working on anything. It seems so complicated and distracting. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm just... I just wish it were... I wish everything was simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't we all be friends? Apparently not, especially if, you know, people try to take over... Like allegedly tried to take over a company using the company's own funds, which is highly illegal. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Tyler, I'm not sure if we've covered these games coming to PlayStation Plus. Um, I feel like we went over a huge list of games a while ago, but I don't know if these were included on that. Um, yeah, I I know in the that last state of play they had a little sizzle reel that showed some of these, but didn't. It was just like some of these are coming and more soon. So now we have the actual list. Yeah, so we've got a, a list of games here headlined by Ghostwire Tokyo, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, and Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Um, the rest of the games include Chaya. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, Life is Strange True Colors, Life is Strange 2, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Street Fighter V Championship Edition, Untitled Goose Game, Final Fantasy Type-0 HD, Rage 2, Neo The World Ends With You, Haven, Ridge Racer Type-4, Ape Academy 2, and Siphon Filter Dark Mirror. Those last three are classics, and you will need PlayStation Plus Premium. I forgot Rage 2 happened. That's what this oh, yeah. reminded me. I forgot about Rage 2, and now I've been reminded about Rage 2. <laughs> yeah, God that damn. game fucking pissed me off, man. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. That uh, game made you rage. Uh, it did. It did. I, I, I remember I got to the final mission, and it was like, you have to grind all this shit, and I was like, nope, I'm not, I am not doing this. And uh, I did not. Um, but, you know, I think this, once again extra tier at least is very good i mean there's a lot of good games here i mean uncharted's cool if you want to kind of zone out breath of the wild like experience but turns into a little too much ubisoftness immortals is neat um i liked ghostwire a lot but it gets very repetitive for sure they're adding a bunch of stuff to that game as well there's a big old update coming to it with new Story, new areas, new combat challenges, skills, all that stuff. There's a big old update for that. But yeah, I mean, Life Strange, those games are good. What else? Untitled Goose Game. I still have not played that, but people do like it. Yeah. And Chia is launching directly into the service. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good stuff on here. Um, yeah. Check it out if you are a PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium member. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I played Ridge Racer Type 4. I definitely played a Ridge Racer from the PlayStation era, but I don't remember which one. I know they made a bunch of them then, but it might have been this one. Maybe. Long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Tyler, I I want to be done talking about this. 
Microsoft <laughs> signing deals to bring Activision games to more services. They uh, the most recent deal with Ubitus, which is a a, a Japanese streaming service, uh, cloud gaming streaming. Um, Microsoft trying to make itself look like the good guys all over. Jim Ryan stumbling over stupid fucking arguments. It seems like this deal is going to happen. Microsoft's putting themselves in a good position for sure with deals like this. Of, I mean, I've never even heard of these companies, but, you know, the cloud gaming was a concern that it seemed like the regulators had of how Microsoft could dominate that space. And if they're signing all these deals with these companies and NVIDIA that says, no, we're going to put our games on their platforms too, you know, that definitely helps, you know. Um, Yeah, Microsoft's just trying whatever they fucking can to make sure this thing goes through, man. And if that means putting their games on other places, I don't think Microsoft really cares about that. That seemed to be... One of the things they've always kind of wanted to do recently um, is just get games in other places. But, yeah, this is very interesting for sure. And I uh, I don't know. A few weeks ago I was thinking, I don't know, man, this wasn't looking too good. But them making some of these sort of moves really definitely makes me think a little differently. Um, so we'll see. Still... We're still several months out, though, until we get any sort of conclusion on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I didn't put this the, the story in here, but um, Diab- Diablo Four. They they had like Activision had to come out and say Diablo Four is not coming to Game Pass. Right. Um, that's how. I I don't know. Like I guess they got asked the question enough times. Um but the deal ain't done and Diablo is going to be out before the deal is done. So, yeah, like exactly. And it is, it is kind of funny when you think about it, of like Microsoft's talking about all these games that they don't even own yet. Um, but, and like making deals for these games they don't even own yet. But I mean, I guarantee that once this is done, Diablo four is fucking company game pass. Yeah. I mean, that would be a huge boost to that service. Did you get your double down um, for the beta code? I did not, no. <laughs> no, did you? No, no. I don't need to play a beta of the Diablo game. I'm just going to play the Diablo game. Yeah, that's part of my thinking there. And then even like this Resident Evil demo, I'm just like, you know what? It, it has to take a lot for me to want to play a demo or a beta anymore. If I'm interested in a game, I'll fucking play it when it's out. I would play a Starfield demo, though. Hmm. I would. I'll admit it. I'd I think you. Yeah, I think you got me there. I'd be curious enough. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. All right. Potentially cool things coming from a former Need for Speed lead. Uh, that's a, that was a weird sequence of words. Um, Matt Webster. He's a, he's founded. Uh, Fuse Games, a AAA studio that's going to, uh, you know, maybe make a game that we've been waiting for. I don't know. 
the history in Need for Speed suggests, um, and and with ex Criterion staff, uh, suggests that maybe, perhaps, am I are we finally going to get our burnout, <laughs> or burnout like I don't know, maybe not. That would be awesome. Um, wasn't there people that left? One of these studios a few years ago and made burnout like games, but I don't remember what they're called anymore. Yeah, I don't like think they were very driving. good. Um, yes, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I, I forget what that studio's name is, but yeah, there there were people who left Criterion and did that. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, they're gonna. They're saying they're gonna focus on AAA blockbuster spectacle, player centric innovations, and social gameplay, self expression, and creativity. Buzzword, 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 buzzword. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you just love it that, when corporations talk? <laughs> yeah. That sort of stuff there reads to me like multiplayer, maybe live service, skins, all that, all that stuff. Um, we'll see. I love this dude's name. Um, joining uh the studio is as their gm is steve uphill Mm -hmm. i think they'll have an uphill battle creating a new studio (laughs) video games are hard (laughs) yeah yeah we'll see comes out of this i guess I imagine, I, you know, when something like this happens, I'm just like, you know what? In a few years, Jeff Keighley's going to announce their game at Summer Games Fest or Game Awards because it just seems like that happens all the time. Yeah, for sure. These new studios are created, and Jeff's like, you know what? You can announce your game on my stage. Yep. So Jeff, we'll see it then. Jeff Keighley, the the horror of the video game presentations. Uh, that's Jeff Keighley. He's a uh, video game presentation. Uh, he's 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 just very um very open with his relationships <laughs> to to developers. He will work with anyone. Um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about what's next for IO Interactive. We know they're working on the James Bond game, uh, but as for Hitman, looks like uh, Agent Forty Seven's taking a break. Um, officially. I feel like we already knew this. I feel like they've already said this before. Um, but yeah, they're, they're focused on James Bond and, uh, don't have plans for Hitman just yet. The, uh, yeah, no, this, uh, not surprising. <laughs> I mean, they've, IO supported this game for so long and seems like it's in a very good spot and James Bond is a very big IP, so... No surprise that they are uh, moving on. They also got that, what that fantasy game they announced a few weeks ago. Yeah, they do. They're That's... hiring for so. Yeah, they. I guess they're gonna. I mean, good on them. They're gonna make some different kinds of games that we might not expect from them, which. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm really curious what this Bond game is going to turn out like. Just. You know, is it going to be more story-driven? Is it going to be more action-y? I imagine it's got to be a little bit of both. I mean, Bond has some stealth stuff, too, so obviously IO's got that down. But, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious where, what it's... Are they going to be trying to create a Bond movie, but in a video game form? I'd be fucking down for that. But also, I'm curious because... 
their games have a lot of replayability. Like, what does that look like in a Bond game as well? Um, yeah, I'm not sure if, yeah. like, do they even try to do that? Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Who could say? Like, because they're definitely not going to make this Bond game just, like, a reskin of Hitman. You can't do that. Right. Um, because that's not really a Bond game. It's just Hitman with a James Bond skin. And people will not like that. Um, I mean, some people will like that. But people who come in expecting a Bond game won't like that. Uh, so, yeah. Right. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what that Bond game looks like. I, I wonder when we'll see that Bond game. Like, see. Because yeah. I don't think we've seen anything of it yet. No. No, we have so, not. Yeah. Maybe this summer. Maybe we'll see it. Uh, Tyler, you want to talk about uh, Naughty Dog's plans here? Um, seems like Neil Druckmann wants yeah. to talk about what what the next game they're going to play, they're going to make. Is it's part of me is like this is kind of a non-story, really, because we've kind of heard a lot about this stuff. It's just obviously the Last of Us HBO show wrapped up. I'll talk about that in a second, but um. Yeah, so Neil Druckmann's just been doing a lot of interviews and said that they're not working on The Last of Us Part 3, but they are working on their next game, but also mentioned the multiplayer game, Factions, that they're going to show off later this year. So, you know, I don't know if that game is it or if there's two games going on, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. There were rumors a while ago that The Last of Us Part 3 went into pre-production or something like that which I'm sure they're constantly toying around with those ideas I mean the last of us HBO show is right behind Game of Thrones House of the Dragon um, in terms of viewership which is nuts so they said that they will not go past the second game but you know well, they get a third game out there you go there's a lot more to that I, we'll see um, yeah curious on what this uh multiplayer game is for sure and and another tidbit to the multiplayer game though is that neil Druckmann is not directing it so that is one thing that he has said that he is not he's kind of involved but more like an oversight sort of thing but he's not really like hands-on directing the game like he did the first two last of us games so other people were taking that at the studio so kind of curious what what a last of us game i guess looks like too without um neil Druckmann directly hands on like that um yeah i don't we'll see maybe i'm i hesitate to say it but maybe <laughs> maybe it'll be like maybe a little bit more conscious of uh the setting it's in because i feel like uh sometimes Neil Druckmann, like, he writes a story um, sometimes and doesn't, like, doesn't necessarily understand the real-world parallels it has. Uh, um, And, like, you know, sometimes he's just not aware of certain things that he's doing in his story, such as, you know, in in the uh, the Last of Us uh, 1, where, like... It's, it seems like a lot of the minorities get killed. 
uh, in his games. Uh, it, it seems like uh, he has certain, certain biases, probably not even conscious about like the types of people who are portrayed as good guys versus the bad guys. Like it just sometimes, and recently I heard him say that there are no bad guys in The Last of Us, which is fucking ridiculous. Because there are absolutely bad guys in The Last of Us. There are absolutely villains. Like, you can't you can't tell me that there aren't villains in The Last of Us, my guy. Um, yeah, there. I think probably what he's getting at though is like most pretty much everyone in The Last of Us is shitty in their own ways because of things they have to do. But I, I am not disagreeing with you though that there are other people in the universe that is. Definitely more villainous and worse than others. <laughs> like, there's literally there's a, scale a part to it. in the first Last of Us where this dude, is, this creepy dude, is definitely trying to assault uh, uh, Ellie, and uh, in a, in a way that is very fucking uncomfortable. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you want to tell me that guy is not particularly villainous, Neil, like, come on, come on, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, I will say though the show was awesome. I mean, the last episode was so well done, and I mean, it literally. Let me back up. Spoilers for the last of a show for anyone. I want to piss anyone off, so skip ahead a few minutes though, if you uh, don't want to know. But um, yeah, I mean, the show ends literally exactly like the game. Um, which, if you played the game, yeah, do you need to watch the show? No. But uh, it was fun to experience it again. It was really fun to watch it with someone that does not know how it ends. And uh, that was that was really interesting. My parents watched this show and loved it. So, it is definitely appealing to a lot of people that have never experienced it before. And, you know? I guess that can happen on a mass level when you uh, kind of stay true to the source material, which they did for the most part. Yeah, I. the one thing that I do find particularly goofy, uh, and I'm not sure if this is a thing that they're doing intentionally. I, I imagine it, it, it kind of has to be. Um, but the, the things I see online of side-by-side shots where they're matching stuff up from the from the TV show to the game, I find that extremely goofy because, like, what are what, like what's the fucking point? Why why do you care if the, sh- the if the shots match up to what happened there? Like that's the way you tell a story in a game is so much different than what you should than how you should be telling a story in a TV show. Hmm. Yeah. It's, Definitely. It's just so so weird that people are like, look, this is proof. This is validation of video game storytelling just to see side-by-side shots. And that's not what that is. But on, this, like, on the same level, I'm like, uh, hey, people making the TV show, like, I know you want to be true to the source material, but you don't have to go that fucking far. Well, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I think the thing with some of the some of the moments that like you know are practically line for line word for word um 
work because the last of us already works in that way like it it, it almost feels like a tv show even when you're playing it in those cutscenes, um in particular um that, the one thing what i'm talking about i'm talking about like how people are comparing like the shot composition between yeah oh yes i can see where you're coming from there yeah I will say, though, one thing that the show did that I'm not too big a fan of is, I guess it's kind of two things. One, they completely, outside of a couple of small moments, after, like, say, the third episode, fourth, maybe, I can't really remember, but um, there's, like, barely any infected in the whole show for a good chunk of it. Um so that's kind of a bummer. Not that it needs to be there all the time, but you just kind of forget about it. And I, I just think there's some great moments in The Last of Us that the infected towards the end of the game like play a really good role. Um, so there's that. And, and I'm not saying they need to do every single action sequence from the game or anything. That you know that could get kind of boring. But uh, the the other thing I would say is I f- honestly feel like this show could have used like another episode or something only because you're playing the game and the game's, you know, whatever, 10, 12, 15 hours. And that's a lot of time that you get to spend with Joel and Ellie and see their relationship grow together. Um, whereas in the show, basically there's nine episodes. Two of them were basically flashbacks of one was Bill and Frank, and then another one, they did the Left Left Behind DLC story. Both fantastic episodes and, I think, important stories. But basically, they told the story of the game in seven episodes when you kind of take those, those things out. So it kind of jumps a little bit. And whereas the relationship unfolding in the game feels a lot more natural, I guess. They could have used just a little bit more time, I think. Um, but maybe they did that just because they weren't totally sure if this would be successful or if they would get a second season that I imagine they probably will slow it down a lot more for the second season, which I'm very curious of what they're going to do and how people will receive it. (laughs) Like I, Hmm. Pedro Pascal will find another show. He will. I mean, he's he's not suffering for work. If he's only in for like an episode or two for the next season, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It makes me wonder, though, just because there are, are a few years between Last of Us Part 1 and 2. Yeah. If they, they try to tell do... a story in between. Correct. And just to hang on to Pedro in particular uh, more. <laughs> I don't know. So that way it's not so, like, I don't know, shocking, I guess. I mean, it still will be, but, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm probably more curious on how they're going to do the second game than I was on the first game at all. Um, Just because, yeah, just how divisive that game was, how there's a lot more characters, and it's just, it's longer. Some of the action set pieces are a lot bigger. You know, what's the budget going to look like to pull those things off? I don't know. Just curious. Honestly, the the story of of part two is kind of just generally nastier and maybe not as as inviting. (laughs) Not as... Oh, yeah. Like, 
Absolutely. Part two is definitely like it is not a broadly appealing story. No, and, and it's and it's so much more violent too. To and the show had violence, but it definitely felt toned down compared to even the first game. Whereas the second game is just the second game. Yeah, is I'm with you. Mean, it's brutal. Like like there's it violence is. in the first game, but <laughs> it, the first game doesn't feel like cruel. The second game yes. feels cruel and mean in in a lot of parts. It does. Yeah, it does. So, yes, I'm with you there. I'm just like, yeah, how are they going to pull that off? And what are people going to think of that? Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, I think that's the show. Uh, that's all the news we have. I mean, if the, if other stuff happens, whatever. Who cares? We'll, we'll cover it eventually. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, there's, there's nothing scheduled to be announced right no yeah no so if anything comes up it's a surprise to all of us so let's uh let's brace for that uh keep keep on doing our good things you know um i'm yeah i think i'm gonna finish yakuza 4 i think i'm gonna fucking blast through that game it's fucking it is really good i'm i'm having a fucking blast with it yeah no that's awesome uh, what are your plans uh, for this for this holiday weekend? If if one does celebrate, uh, yeah. Um, we we're we're going to Philly. We're gonna go to a show tomorrow or Saturday. We're gonna see Fear Factory in Static X. So that's fun. Um, but Sunday, I get the day. Uh, to myself for the most part, so definitely going to play some video games then, for sure. Not sure what I'll get into yet, but want to start some new stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just, I fucking, I love these Yakuza games so much, man. They're so good. <laughs> They're just so good. Yeah. The stories are amazing. Uh, <laughs> they really are. Oh. Yeah, I've played two of them, but loved both of them story wise. Wait, you played great characters. Wait, which one? Wait, you played Yakuza? What's the other one you've played? Like a dragon. Oh yeah, right. I I I forget that was your first one. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm kind of working up to it. I guess going backwards, working up to. It. I wonder if I'll replay like a dragon when I get to it. Yeah, I mean, it's a good game. It's long, though. I'm halfway through four, and I've got five. I know six is kind of long, because I played six before. Mm -hmm. But once I've played four and five, I'll have played them all. Man. Except, you know, the really bad PSP zombie game, which I'm not going to play. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. It'd be cool if they did a spin-off with something like that that was just better, you know? Like, they gave it to Care, like, like a Dragonetian. That's just, like, this random-ass spin-off set in a post-apocalyptic world. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. That'd be yeah. sick. <laughs> Do The Last of Us, but with Yox the characters. Let's go. Oh, my God. Kiri <laughs> escorting Haruka across... <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Be sweet. (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show this week. As always, give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. Do all those good things for us so we can put out this show for you. Every little bit helps. Um, We'll be back next time, um, hopefully with more news. Uh, I imagine there's going to be... There's definitely more stuff out there about uh, Resident Evil. Uh, the demo's been out. People have been playing it. I've been paying. Yeah. I've been paying a little bit of attention to, to all that. So I feel like reviews are gonna drop tomorrow, only because yeah. I've noticed Shit. a few podcasts that I listen to haven't put their episodes out yet, and it's very rare, but it happens when a game. Zimbargo lifts a week before the game, mm-hmm. uh, which Resident Evil 4 is out next Friday. So I think it's going to happen. Yeah. We'll see. I wonder if that game's going to come out like Steam Deck verified day one. Because mm. if it does, that's going to be freaking dope. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll catch you all next time. Uh, until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and.